Welcome to Just Think, the podcast. The podcast where we don't want to tell you what to think. We just want to encourage you to do it. We are three friends that came from across the political spectrum who were tired of partisan politics and were alarmed at what we saw happening in our country, including the growing political divide. But we found as we challenged ourselves to recognize our own biases, to put them aside, we were absolutely united in our pursuit for the truth. And that's why we started this podcast to share the conversations we were having around that pursuit and to invite you into our conversation. To encourage you to feel free to ask questions. Search for the answers yourself to say what you think. That's right, because as we like to say, diversity of thought, ideas, and beliefs are welcome here. Asshats are not. (laughs) (laughs) All are welcome as long as you just think. Welcome to Just Think, the podcast. This is Holly. And Amy. And Kristen. And if this is your first time uh, chatting with us, tuning in, we are so glad that you're here. If you like what you hear, go give us a five-star review and make sure you subscribe and follow. And if it's not, and you haven't done that yet, please do that. And if you don't want to give us a five-star review, then just privately message us and tell us what you'd like to hear or see differently. Doesn't mean we'll listen uh, because we are three friends who, as we say at the beginning of every podcast, we come from across the political spectrum. Our interest is solely in the truth, not a party, not a platform. It is simply in knowing what is factual and what is not. And in this day and age, it's getting harder and harder to know what's actually true. And so today's episode, we're calling a reality check. As we approach November elections, we are seeing more and more political BS, spin, propaganda, indoctrination attempts to try to scare you into voting for one particular party or another. I think the three of us, as we are, I think, all now registered, unaffiliated, <laughs> we we would say don't try to keep any party, don't try to vote straight ticket, but go find the people who agree with your policies and the way that you want to see your state, your city, your town, your county, your nation operate and vote accordingly. And let's be careful about just voting back in incumbents who are heavily funded by the party, but have frankly failed you and not represented you the way that perhaps they campaigned to. We have a great episode with Tony Cowden, um, who was running for office here in North Carolina. We interviewed Tony, not because, frankly, I couldn't even vote for Tony. It wasn't about trying Could to we? promote. Yeah, right. We couldn't yeah, either. We couldn't either. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. It was not about us trying to promote anyone, but it was about Tony had a unique perspective in coming in against a Republican incumbent and how the Republican Party fought him and mm-hmm how the money was just so, it's so heavy towards whoever they choose. Just understand the parties are choosing for you way more than you're getting to choose. And we want to break down the system. We actually want to get rid of the system. I think we're done with it. And we're seeing so much propaganda, so much just absolute gaslighting, BSing, just lying straight to your face through the media, through social media. And it's time we as Americans said enough. What we want to do for the next hour is walk through some of the things that we just pulled out of news articles or news stories, things that we heard we knew was a complete lie, but they they now think if they can say it enough, they can make it true and they can make you believe it. And what we need Americans to do is quit putting your head in the sand or 
trusting your traditional media sources or your elected officials to tell you the truth because many of them are lying to you. And, it, and we're going to prove it today, right? We're going to show you, we're going to point out the lies today, point out the BS. But we want to start with Amy had a little uh, run in um, this past week, last weekend with someone that was running. That would have been a fly on the wall. Amy, next time hit voice record and record that. Uh, no, I wasn't prepared. Okay, so let me set the scene. <laughs> I just come in from Costco, had just brought all of my 58 billion groceries in the house and my doorbell rings. And normally, I mean, I'll be honest with you. I don't go run into my door when it rings because I don't really want to, most, most of the time, like if I know somebody, they're not going to ring my doorbell. Right. It's the strangers <laughs> that ring the doorbell and I'm not down with um, midday conversations. But, uh, <laughs> but anyway, for some reason it rang and I just well, I was walking straight to the door and you know, the person saw me, so I can't, you can't hide. I can't abort mission <laughs> at that point. So I got to open here. the door. Yeah. So I opened the door and it was a sweet lady. Um, and now I can't even remember her name, honestly, but I think, I don't know. I'm not even going to try. Sure. It's in your email. But yeah. We'll, oh, yeah, that's right. We'll get, okay. Um, who is running for uh, North Carolina house of representatives. And she um, is running as a, as a Democrat and she was going door to door. That's called what canvassing, right? I think um, where you've had this happen, you people come door to door and they hand you their flyers and they basically ask for your support. Normally, any other year, any other time in my life, if, if I would answer that door and somebody said, Hey, I'm running for house of representative. Um, this is, you know, my name, this is my card and I would love your support. I'd say, thanks so much. I'll take a look at it. Have a great day and, and yeah. close the door. And then I'll probably throw their stuff in the trash. Okay. Just being completely honest. Not this year, y'all. No, <laughs> ma'am. I said, really? I said, okay. She said, I'm asking for your support. I said, well, I'm not really sure I can give you my support. I said, I'm actually an unaffiliated voter now. I was a, a Democratic voter. I was like, now I'm unaffiliated because I've learned a lot over the past couple of years. And I've learned that I can't trust either uh, party. So I kind of have separated myself from everything so that I can look at the big picture. And we proceeded to have a 30 to 40 minute debate on my front porch <laughs> about any and everything. Mostly um, she was campaigning on abortion and she is very worried that women's rights are being completely, in her words, under attack. Um, she started bringing up to me, she's like, well, I mean, you know, you've seen Texas is a mess. You know that they basically, um, they have the heartbeat law now that they completely outlawed abortion, um, you know, in all circumstances. And I was like, are you sure? I was like, so are you telling me that a, a woman, a mother whose life is on the line and who might die um, if they don't take the baby, that doctors would say, well, you're in Texas. And so, sorry, your life is over. I'm just going to sit here and watch you die on this table and just stand back and watch. And she said, yes. I said, really? I said, can you please send me where it says that, because I really would love to see that. And, um, so she, she proceeded to get my email. She sent me an article. And, um, so I'll, I'll, I'll circle back to that in a minute, but anyway, we went on and on, talked about many different things. Um, and I explained to her that I had a podcast. I said, I actually mm -hmm. have a podcast. I was wearing my just think swag at the door, <laughs> by the way, you can purchase our swag. It's amazing. But, um, I was wearing my shirt. I said, actually, I do have a podcast. If you'd like, I, we did an episode on abortion. If you'd want to go listen to it, you could hear exactly where I stand. Um, but we talked about all kinds of things. It was a very respectful conversation. Um, I mean, of course, Anytime you're talking about these topics, you can get a little triggered or heated, mm -hmm. but we were able to just keep it civil. And so my advice to everyone this year, everyone, 
is do do it. Like if your doorbell Have rings, the conversation. go to the door, yeah. y'all. These people are the people who are asking for our votes. They're asking to represent us. So why not, instead right. of just saying, thanks so much for your stuff, I'll take a look and then never actually care or right. take a look. Why don't you ask them some questions? Be like, well, I would love to know how you feel about this. I would love to know, like whatever is important to you, you right. decide. Call them out, make them answer questions, make them tell you what they stand for. But just to circle back on that abortion thing, when she told me that um, in the heartbeat law that uh, doctors would just let a, a lady, a woman, a mother die before giving her an abortion. Um, I went as soon as she left my house and I actually looked up the bill, the Texas bill, and I sent it to her <laughs> and I emailed her and I said, nice talking to you today and appreciate our conversation. Instead of a media outlet, because she had just sent me an article from like the Guardian or something mm -hmm. talking about it. I said, instead of a media outlet, I just went straight to the bill itself. <laughs> I've learned it's always better to just actually read the legislation. Like in the case of the seven page, don't say gay bill, which the media outlets completely distorted. Those of us that actually read the entire seven pages understand how it works most of the time with all of this stuff. Good luck. <laughs> and Did you do a thumbs up? Good luck. Thumbs up. So I sent her the, um, the bill and in the bill, it says that it will, they will not let a woman die. It says, you know, risk of death poses a serious risk of substantial impairment of the, of the woman. Then it's absolutely, that's an exception. They to always this protect rule. the mom. There are always exceptions to, to the rule. So, but the fact that she's going door to door and she's actually believing this and telling people this. It's and and to scare them. It's all they have because the, the her party has run economically our country into such a horrible, horrible financial position with a swiftness. Okay. And we're going right. to talk about that too. So it's like a fear. It's like, a, it's like, well, let me just tell you that your rights as a woman are under attack and you may yes. die. And women, so that's, you know, women who aren't really doing the research. And if you're on, on the fence, right? Women, women, listen to us. Listen to us. Do not let them coerce you into a vote. For someone that otherwise you're going to disagree with on so many things simply because they tell you your rights are about to be stripped. Your rights were put back in the hands of the state in which you live, where you can vote for those people who represent the way you believe and the way you think. And if you don't like it, if you don't like the state you're living in, for example, if I lived in New York or California right now, my ass would be out. I can just tell oh, you, yeah, I'm not absolutely. living with people who vote like that. I will not do it. I'm going to live in a state where I believe that my voice could still be heard and represented and that I'm not this like huge minority, um, you know, where um, I'm not going to like the direction of the country or the state or the local level. So the same goes with your city, your county. If you don't like it, you have the freedom to get up and move. And please don't tell me, Paul, you don't like, I get that that's not a simple, easy answer by any stretch, but, but if, if it affects you, you that much, if it affects you that much and you're that upset about it, then, then you can go, you can go. And I think we need to also remind people that watch what they're doing in the, in the, in the media right now. For example, Stacey Abrams, just yes. to hear what she said. And I see all black people on stage with Stacey Abrams for wherever she's speaking here. And I just want to say abortion kills more black children than anything else in the country. Okay. And this is why for a lot of black people, abortion is a really, it's a really, they're very passionate about the issue because of the fact that it has impacted their communities more than others. Okay. Take a listen. There is no such thing as a parking existence. It is a manufactured sound designed to convince people that men have the right to take 
control of a woman's body away from her. Okay, that men have the right to take control of a woman's body away from her. First of all, she's demonizing men, number one. Um, and, and number two, she said it's a manufactured sound. That is actual cardiac activity at six weeks. Ask any OBGYN. If you're a mom, you saw the heartbeat. I, I had extreme <laughs> ultrasounds with, with Bennett because I had a problematic pregnancy with Anderson. Ask women who, who couldn't find the heartbeat. Yes. I mean, y'all, there wasn't a noise. That's right. So then why wasn't there a noise? Well, and, and now they're changing it. Even uh, what's funny is that they're trying to change it. Like even on the Planned Parenthood site and even on like all of these websites, because y'all, I went to the Mayo Clinic, Cleveland Clinic. Um, I went to all, I mean, I've got all my links and I've got all my pictures and highlights with what they are saying about the fetal activity and the heart rate. Okay. They're trying to change it to like it's cardiac activity and not a heartbeat. What the hell fire is that? And I want y'all to know I've screenshotted all these. I'm keeping them because they're going to change the definition. They're going to change the narrative. But regardless of if they say it's cardiac activity in, in, instead of the heart beating, actual beating, then it's not where, manufactured. Well, this is it's not, no matter what, it's not stick. manufactured. It is, it, whatever it is there, whatever the vibration that's happening, that is coming from within the baby that is forming. That is, the, that is something that is happening in there. It's not the ultrasound machine just saying, oh, let's just make it look like there's a heartbeat. That's no, right. that's no. right. And, and by the way, it was Amy Deloche. I just want to remind uh, Amy, Amy, it was Amy Deloche is who you oh, were. Okay. Was, oh, Deloche. Amy Deloche. Okay. Oh, Amy Deloche. Yeah, okay. And I'm saying that because now you know where she stands. If you're in Wilmington and voting, um, now you know where she stands on that. Right. Um, so vote accordingly. Uh, so here's the thing is, is when people start to try to change the definitions, they're trying to change a precedent for what happens moving forward. And what I, what I suspect with this is I think certainly from a faith perspective, um, Jewish, uh, Judeo-Christian background, so Old Testament Bible for Christians, um, the, it says that the life is in the blood, that the life is in the blood. So when there's a heartbeat, that means that's a life. Does that make sense? So a heartbeat would be an indicator of life from a faith perspective. Therefore, that's, I, I guarantee you, that is, this is all about trying to, 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 Get rid of that. <laughs> Absolutely. That most people, no matter what you believe, even if you are very pro-choice, yeah. When she came out and said this, you're like, whoa, what? Mm -mm. Like, you can be pro-choice. There are probably a lot of women who have had children that are very pro-choice, like Amy Deloche, who's had three kids, very yep. pro-choice, who has been through the process of pregnancy three times. She has three kids that would say, well, I heard a heartbeat. There is a heartbeat. Like, keep talking, Stacey Abrams. You sound insane, and now you're going to wake people up to yeah. The how insanity insane is bringing the light. Is. Bring it to light. Bring the insanity to light. This is absolutely crazy, and it's just it's mind-boggling that this is where she's she's taking this conversation and to turn it around on the men like that. That's just so weird. Just so yeah. weird. Yeah, huh. absolutely. And mm. and. And again, this is just one example of how they're trying to change science to fit mm -hmm. their narrative. They're trying to change science to fit their narrative. We've seen the same thing with COVID. Um, mm -hmm. Okay, well, let's let's talk about another subject that's been in the headlines. Um, Martha's Vineyard. We <laughs> saw that Governor DeSantis loaded a plane of illegal immigrants out of the state of Florida, and he sent them to Martha's Vineyard. And 
I don't know if you guys saw the clips of the people in Martha's Vineyard, but boy, did they act quickly. I mean, within 24 hours, had them back on a bus, I believe, to go elsewhere. And Amy, what did you say they said? Like, what did, what was the, the what were they saying about? There was somebody on the news who said- the Final destination. Oh, I, I have the clip. I have we, have the, the, we have the clip. We have so many clips for you. We have a lot of clips and we have DeSantis too. So I don't know <laughs> well, if you- We're going to play movie. that. We're going to so play that. Another, another situation where- a small act by these two governors, Abbott and um, DeSantis, has now shifted the border into the national conversation. So they, because nobody was talking about the border, we have been screaming for oh, what, yeah. a year now? Yeah. Like the border, the border is terrible, is terrible. Nobody's paying attention. Millions, the minute y'all, 50, millions are crossing. 50 people go to Martha's Vineyard, now everybody's paying attention. So that was a brilliant move in my opinion. However, if you hear from these people that were at play some clips, it was the most inhumane, catastrophic, mm. horrible thing that you could ever do is, is send 50 people to our most beautiful, wealthy vacation destination. I've never uh, been there. I mean, no, Martha's Vineyard is gorgeous. And to be there in the summer, like to be there when it's like, it, that is the ideal time to be there. No, I'm not, I'm not saying that's no commentary or anything, but I am saying like, my gosh, it is it a yeah. gorgeous, beautiful. Remember Jaws? Like, remember Jaws? Wasn't that where Jaws yes. was? It's oh like my the gosh. I mean, it's, Cape Cod. It's absolutely gorgeous. So, okay. So let's play this. Take, take a listen. Upwards of $125,000 a year, of which the wealthiest people on the planet have homes, summer homes, or primary residences. 50 people makes Lisa Bell Castro say, at some point, we got to get them off here. Got to get them off the island. We can't take any more. I wonder how the Rio Grande Valley is absorbing 5,000 people a day. Play mm -hmm. cut 138. The difficult challenges are uh, we have, at some point in time, they have to move somewhere else, right? We, we cannot, we don't have the services to take care of 50 immigrants. Um, and we, we certainly don't have housing. We're in a housing crisis as we are on this island. And so we, we don't, we can't house everyone here that lives Aww. here and works here. We don't have housing for 50 more people. Oh, y'all don't have mansion. those mansions. House they have room in those houses. Shut your freaking mouth. I mean, here's so that was Lisa Bell Castro. She is the homeless shelter coordinator on Martha's Vineyard. I'm sure her job is pretty boring. I mean, how Seriously. and she's immediately like, we do not have the resources to help these people. They have got to go. Yeah. Now, then I want you to hear Corrine Jean-Pierre. Um, if you don't know who she is. We didn't think it could be worse than Jen Psaki, but as it turns out, it can be, and she is, she is it. Never, oh my gosh, if you haven't just, we won't play these clips today, but if you have not heard her respond to Steve Ducey about saying that Trump stole the election from Clinton, I, I listen to that. No, we've got it. it. Okay. Oh, we're going to have okay. to play it. We have to play that too. <laughs> she, she literally lies and expects you to believe her. I mean, I'm assuming, I'm assuming. And no one fact checks her except for like Steve Ducey. That's it. Take a listen to this. Really clearly a, a, a political- so that's, that's not her, sorry. Uh, that's sorry. not it? Okay, so sorry y'all, sorry. Let me stop that. Which one? It's it, a, it, oh, okay, sorry. Let's, let's, let's go to Karine <laughs> Jean-Pierre, cut 149. And a couple more things. The migrants, including children, who arrived in Martha's Vineyard were misled about where they were being taken and what would be provided when they arrived is also deeply alarming. 
the children Governor Abbott abandoned in Martha's Vineyard, the children that the that um, that Governor DeSantis abandoned uh, as well, um, you know, deserve better. They deserve better than being left on the streets of D.C. or being left in Martha's Vineyard. They deserve deserve a lot better than that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Everybody's laughing. They okay. deserve better than being, being left, left on the streets of Martha's the streets of Martha's Vineyard. Have I'm, you seen what it looks like in Del Rio, Texas? Have you seen the pictures of what they're coming arriving? I to? mean, they're in, they're Squalor. waiting. They're wading through water, and they're in tents. If there are even tents, and not let's not forget that these migrants were flown in the middle of the night. Who who was in charge of that? Was that Biden? I mean, do yes. we know? Wasn't it Biden? Like, so that these people, they had did a private, they tell private them? plane to Martha's Vineyard, 50 of them. And this is like, this is our press secretary telling the entire country what they want us to believe. I mean, and is it sad that I think at least they put them on a plane? Like to me, my idea of hell is being in a car for more than four hours. So I can't. Like a school bus. Well, like, so like what like were they supposed to do in Florida? Just so, so let, let's turn this. So what was DeSantis supposed to do? When those right. men, he only picked 50. I don't even know how it happened. So was he just supposed to just house all of them? Uh, yeah. So who decides who well, houses them? And okay. because nobody's helping them, haven't well, they tried to declare it like a, an emergency, uh, and then nobody's coming and, in? But didn't call the national guard? Well, we also I, circle back to the fact that this is illegal. Thank you. I think <laughs> let's you. let's just go back for a second. Now, <laughs> people, let's rewind. <laughs> people can go to Florida. Oh, wait, and who did they interview? Tell them okay. who they interviewed. Remember that it was all based on this interview from this guy with, that actually ended up being like, a, oh, oh, yes, yes. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. Oh, 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 oh. Sorry, <laughs> Holly, I know, I know. I, I don't should. think Holly heard this part. No, you got to hear this. We this have... goes along with, with this and there, we have other clips on this as um, Martha's Vineyard, but this was hilarious and coffee and COVID today, actually. Please subscribe to his email um, list, y'all. Oh my God, so great. This, this last week, the New York Times ran a uh, puff piece about a, the poor downtrodden immigrants forced to go on vacation at Martha's Vineyard. Basically, the whole story revolves around the Times interview of this illegal alien named Ardenis Nazareth. Okay. Um, the Times glowingly reported Mr. Nav Nazareth's many complaints about his ill treatment at the rough hands of dictator-in-waiting Governor DeSantis, <laughs> like his free private air transportation to the popular vacation destination. This is a quote from the, the immigrant Nazareth. I thought I was coming to Boston. I ended up on this little island. Um, anyway, unlike the Times professional reporters, editors, fact checkers, and some alert Twitterers quickly discovered that Mr. Nazareth is a known drug dealer from Venezuela. Uh-uh. Uh-huh. So uh -huh. he says the garbage New York Times also flunked journalism 101. Yeah. I mean, so there you go. He's probably one of the we ones that's trying to sue are. DeSantis too. I bet they were trying to, you know, like, well, Okay, here's the here's the other thing. All right, so in order to get into the state of Florida, to there's no border, land right. border, they'd have to come over by boat, right? Which we know Cubans have done for for years. You know, it's only sixty miles off the coast of Florida, so perhaps these fifty came in by boat. But there's a good chance some of them came across the land in Texas. So are we in, in Arizona? Are we supposed to just assume then that the border crisis is only for people in Texas and Arizona 
in California? Are we, are we, is that what we're supposed to believe? Because that's not, that's not right. That's not mm -hmm. right. And so to act like that, that this was the most egregious thing in the world to send them to a state that's not a border state, that frankly does not have a problem with illegal immigrants flooding into their state. Although it will happen because I want to remind everyone, three million Three million. That's the number so far during the Biden administration, more than any president in history. So much so that the immigrants are telling the media, we all know it's an open border. We're, we're coming because we Three know million just that we know. That does not include the getaways. Gotaways. So, it also doesn't Gotaways, include whatever. the number that are actually on, like this guy who's a known right. drug dealer from his country of origin. Right. We don't right. know we don't who know. is coming. We don't know what they're bringing as far as drugs or human trafficking or diseases. And I mean, then, come that's on. Right. That's <laughs> right. And then the other piece, so that if you go read the Washington Post, for example, they're going to try to make a comparison about Biden flying immigrants all over the country or Let's all over the fruited plain as I'm getting ready to let you listen in to DeSantis's response to this. But <laughs> but listen, they're saying it's not the same. But how is it really not the same? They're saying that Biden is sending these kids to their sponsors. Why do we have sponsors? They're illegal. They're here illegally. At some point, like going back to what Amy said. We have so glossed over the fact that these people are here illegally. It is not our responsibility to care for people who broke the law to get here, no right. matter how good their intentions are. The problem is, if you let people with good intentions in, you're going to inadvertently let people with bad ones in. And that's what we have happening with the fentanyl crisis, which we're going to talk about here in just a second. But before we do... We want you to hear Governor DeSantis when he was asked about the outrage. Um, this is what he said. And I'm going to say something. Rio Grande, you had 50 that died in some shed in Texas. I heard no outrage about any of that. Uh, I haven't heard outrage about all the fentanyl that's come across the border that's killing Americans in record numbers. I don't hear. I don't hear outrage about the criminal aliens that have gotten through and have then victimized people, not only in Florida, but all throughout the country. I didn't hear any outrage about that. The only thing I hear them getting upset about is you have 50 that end up in Martha's Vineyard. Then they get really upset. Was that not the right quote? Yeah, that was right. Okay. So the, the fruit and plane part was cut off. He oh, by flying, flying them across the in the in night. The and like, like what he was saying, just to recap is, uh, people are dying crossing the Rio Grande, drowning, kids, yeah. babies, drowning every That's single right. day. That's um, right. There was that truck that brought in all those illegal immigrants that all died from heat, um, you know, strokes and just completely being boiled alive, babies, children, uh, women, whatever, in the back of a truck. Nobody cared. Yep. Nobody said a word. Not yep. a word. Yeah, no, it's real easy to say that you care and that you support them until they're right there in your, your front yard. And then you show us who you are. And then, then the true colors really come out. Yeah. And I, you want to say when you're talking about the sponsors, if they're good, if they're going to go and call this out and saying that they're flying them to the sponsors, I want to remind y'all we have a video in our Rumble account. I hope it's in our, this Rumble. Maybe it was, I think it was since we created the Just Think. But please do check out because. I upload, well, we all do, but like literally tons of videos there that we can't always share here. And we probably can't share many of them on social media. So if you really want to stay in the know, go there. Okay. Go subscribe. Uh, that being said, the sponsor 
um, situation, there was a social worker that talked that was talking about the fact that they uh, they have actually been told not to check on the sponsors right now, and she is not even seeing none of the sponsors are either are even citizens. There are illegal sponsors sponsoring these kids. That's okay? what this, this is so corrupt. So when they say when it's all this virtue signaling, or they're saying, "Oh no, we're doing this for them. We're putting them in the safe place." They are not. No. They are not, and no. they either are lying or they is yeah. dumb. That's right. <laughs> I wanted to tell you when I asked Amy Deloche when she was at my front door about the, I told her my concerns about the border crisis. She said, "Well, that doesn't affect us here in North Carolina." Um. Mm. Mm. So, so, you know, it affects our federal taxes or cares. I because mean, they can get here anywhere. And y'all, I mean, if you're in North Carolina, Greensboro, they just, I mean, how many hundreds yeah. are there? Don't they have a place there? Yeah, they took over. Del Rio, Texas can't absorb 3 million people. Where if, are if they Martha's go? Vineyard they can't go absorb somewhere. 50, they have to go somewhere. And you don't <laughs> yeah. think they're going to come, you don't think that they're going to be dispersed eventually? I mean, they will. They will. And, and the problem is, again, when when you have an immigration problem, it starts to affect um, just our whole infrastructure from everything from, I mean, literally our entire country's infrastructure, because you have people paying taxes, but people benefiting from the taxpayers that aren't paying taxes because they're not here illegally. Or some illegal immigrants are paying taxes. But you guys get what I'm saying? Like it's citizenship. There, there should be a path to citizenship. And that path to citizenship should be enforced, period, end of story. Why have a law if you don't enforce it? It makes zero sense. And I cannot believe that we have all these laws about you can't come to the United States unless you're vaccinated. That is still a thing. But the, but I just tell people, no, just go to the southern border. Come on across. I mean, literally. well, and this is the well, thing, y'all, you have to when somebody says something like that about that, that it does not affect you. I specifically remember when I was um, in the ER and we had a continuing ed and we were learning about trafficking and we were learning, we learned that first of all, there was a huge um, trafficking ring, human trafficking, child trafficking ring right above Mayfair town center, a nice town center, like outdoor shopping and stuff here in Wilmington. And what they told us is it's because drugs and kids, kids, human trafficking, wherever there's big major highways or ports, wherever you are, if you're close to those those are big places for that because it's easy to traffic. So I just, for her to be ignorant to that fact, like that, that's a scary thing. She needs to know. I hope she listens to this. And Holly, (laughs) play the clip too of um, the DC mayor, Muriel Bowser, um, what she says about it all. Oh yeah. Okay. Um, Also, did y'all want to, the, did you want me to play the Jean-Pierre too? When, when the, when she fumbles through her words over the border crisis? Um, yes. Yeah. Wait. No. We did. We just play her. Yeah. Well, I think that was the same one. Is it the just, same one. Okay. Did we send it twice? Maybe we sent it twice. Maybe. But okay. 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 Sure. I just Grace. want to make sure I'm not missing anything. All right. Which one did you tell me to just play? The there well, there's two more. But the the DC mayor, um, Muriel Bowser. This is this is the attitude okay. of all these. Um, <laughs> Listen to this. Legal immigration. Oh, thank you, Charlie Kirk, for putting these together for us today. By the way. DC Democrat Mayor Muriel Bowser says that this is a national problem. Play cut 158. Well, you heard me say uh, throughout this experience since April that we have a national problem uh, that is going to require a national response. 
And uh, we're going to do all that we can in D.C. to make sure that people have a humane uh, welcome and transfer to their final destinations. But uh, we see in the months ahead that this this problem uh, could worsen. I just love it. Every single one of them have to say in their speech that there's a final destination that is not their city. Is, Lori, right. Like, like where's this kind of, it's like that circle. More than a train stop on. We're just to stop along the way. They can't stay here. I'm happy to welcome you in and give you some things on your road to your final destination. Right. Oh my I God. Y'all. It's this really sad. Like, I just can't believe that there's not more outrage from, from people. Well, and I, I think and I hope there is, people are realizing yeah. what's going on yeah. because of the Martha's Vineyard thing. Now you can't ignore it anymore. Yeah. And look, please know that we don't agree with any human beings being political pawns, but they've been, it's, they've made this all political. And, and honestly, something like this, and, and honestly, I like that Charlie made a good point that like the fact that DeSantis only sent 50 and it wasn't like a ton and, and they got so overwhelmed with, with just 50. 50. Meanwhile, there's okay? 5,000 a day. And they declared it a national crisis caught in i mean like the, it, it has to make people just think just think i hope i hope it makes people just think but it's shocking mm. to me how dumb people have become um so are we gonna did you want to hear the hillary clinton one as well should we play that one that's just pretty funny yeah go ahead hey, just, i mean while we're at it let's just yeah. throw them all under the bus at this point right yeah 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 <laughs> play cut 134 I think, Joe, you have uh, laid out the craziness of the time in which we're living, where some politicians would rather not only have an issue, but exacerbate it to the extent of literally human trafficking, as you said. Literally human trafficking. Says the wife of the husband who was on the Lolita Express. Express. How many times? How many? How many times was he on Jeffrey Epstein's plane? Documented. <laughs> Can y'all oh, believe? God. Like, still to and this she's day. And talking about human trafficking to Martha's Vineyard. Uh uh. Human you know trafficking, human trafficking is, is being happening sold every single it's, day. It's sold in on that border. Mm -mm. <laughs> yeah. Mm. I really. It, the, okay. Also, Hillary Clinton went on the View. Do you what was it? She was on the view recently. I only saw a clip of it. I, I'm sorry to yes, say, I, I should have gone back. And Chelsea with her. I think well, Chelsea she, was, with I think her. they're promoting their new like her documentary or something. Yeah, they're yeah, they're okay, but she was <laughs> she was talking about fraud, like, like, like election. What oh, was election it? Fraud. It was something that you're like, I can't. Oh, I know what it was Trump with his document. And you're like, you deleted a bunch of emails, dipshit. Sorry, sorry. We'll have to maybe bleep that out. But I'm just saying, like, I don't understand. Anderson, you better charge her like you charge me. No, I'm just kidding. All right. And I shouldn't name call. That's not mature. I'm sorry. Um, but I just, like, I don't understand. She's often awfully brazen to get right. on national TV. But here's the thing. She's in the safe space. The viewers right. are going to question her. They don't uh -huh. care. And she'll get a pass. She's gotten a pass for everything. I mean, there's a reason why the meme suicided by the Clintons was so popular because man, have they had a lot of people commit suicide around them. I mean, maybe, maybe they all did. Maybe they all did, but it is how in the world, like, let's just even look at Jeffrey Epstein and I'm not blaming the Clintons for this, but it is weird that this man quote commit suicide, but all of a sudden the video cameras didn't work that night. Like, I mean, like, 
America. High profile. Huge America. High profile person. America. Please tell me you don't believe this. Please tell me you're not just accepting that that just, just, whoa, the guard, what the guard took a nap yeah, and the, cam, the camera was around. Two guards, two guards <laughs> just went MIA. I mean, it was hmm. so bananas, that, but you know what guys, they're doing it because they have gotten away with it for so long. You ever watch a person doing who's it gotten away with it. lying? People can you believe it. Hey, that's my point is it, it, you watch a child who gets away with lying. What do they do? They lie more. They lie bigger. You watch anybody get away with something enough times. They just get more brazen with it. If you can. And yeah. that's why we're pointing this out to you guys, because we want to point out what they're saying and then what you can prove to be true. Now, on this border crisis situation, we don't know which specific immigrants were sent to Martha's Vineyard any more than we don't know which specific immigrants Biden's putting on planes and sending to their, quote, sponsors. What we know is that more people have crossed the border illegally in the last two years than ever in the history of America before or since we've had any kind of immigration pandemic. And our fentanyl crisis is bigger than it's ever, 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 ever been. been. And that's the point that we that we have to highlight for you, because there's a lot of these uh, you know, details of this we can't prove, but we can prove to you the numbers of who's of who's come across, and then the fentanyl crisis, which we want to talk about. Parents, please, for the love of all that is holy, talk to your children and tell them not to touch anything, not a drug, not marijuana because they're lacing it in these these rainbow pills that these kids are getting hold of. I believe it's over 70% of the drug deaths in America in the last year have been from fentanyl. And it's killed more people, more young people than anything else, way more than COVID. And fentanyl is manufactured by the Chinese and comes across the border illegally through the mm -hmm. Southern border. And that you can prove as fact. Okay. Now, Kristen was sharing with us today, though, there's a situation where, uh, was she a position? This is something very, very, very important for every single parent listening, a parent, teacher, any person. I just, this is really important. And I'm really glad that this nurse practitioner called attention to this. And I know a lot of people have, but I do want to point out too, that TikTok removed this video. It was a viral video of a nurse practitioner, and we're going to play it for y'all. It's a couple minutes, but y'all have to listen, and it's 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 just so important. It is literally a public service announcement, and if there's anything that you screen record, listen, share, please share this. I was going TikTok. This is a PSA for parents. If you're a parent and have a child of school age, you need to listen to me. I'm a nurse practitioner. I'm also a mom. In the past 24 hours, my local hospital has lost 11 people to fentanyl poisoning, 11. Let that hit you for a minute. Of the 11, six were under the age of 15. Do I have your attention? This is the third or fourth video that I've posted. If you're a parent and you have a child of school age, I want you to stop right now, pause this video and Google rainbow fentanyl. Google it. Looks like sweet tarts. My girlfriend, her daughter, went to eighth grade. My girlfriend's an OBGYN, private Catholic school, same school my girls went to. She went to school one day and she took what she thought was a sweet tart, come to find out it was rainbow fentanyl. She died because the school did not have Narcan on hand. All right, just <clears throat> here's what I wanna say. Educate yourself, have a conversation with your physician and your pediatrician. 
Then I want you to educate yourself about what OD looks like, okay? Then as a parent, it is your job. Narcan is in fact available in most states. In some, it's actually free. You walk into the pharmacy, you tell them you've heard about this new drug, you wanna be prepared. In those states, it is not free. Most insurance providers will in fact cover the cost of Narcan. You give them your insurance, you wait, they give it to you, blah, blah, blah. Once you've Googled what OD looks like, I'm gonna explain Narcan to you. I've posted four or five videos, but I'll, I'll get into it with you. Know what OD looks like. If you see an OD, you spray it in the nose. You wait one or two minutes. If you don't get a response, you do it again. Always call 911. Parents, it is way past time to have those difficult conversations with your children. And don't come for me and say my kid would never or just say no, because let me tell you something, you haven't seen what I've seen in the past 24 hours. You have no idea. People that are addicted to fentanyl, I can't, I can't even, and you don't wanna know. It is way past time to educate yourself and educate your children, because let me tell you something, if you don't, you may never get to. I'm giving you a gift and I'm expensive. My girlfriend's daughter, she'll never graduate high school, she'll never get married. This sweet little child was ambitious and driven and funny and she rode horses with my kids. Please don't let that be you. So again, parents, just keep be a good idea. I mean, I've already heard, heard it, and like it just—it's scary. But listen, it can happen kids, in an instant. Your kids don't need to take candy from anyone. They—they—they they, they yeah. don't. Like, and Halloween's coming. So. Yeah, please. Oh, I'm dead. I'm not trying to, to overstate this. I said. It's, we've got to be uber careful here. The stakes don't take candy from a stranger to the next level. To the next level. And it's like, you don't want to live in fear, but you also have to know. Like, it is so important. Knowledge is power too, yeah. okay? And, and it's so important to have these conversations with your kids. And this is why it's so important. This is why we have talked so much about the border too. Yeah. Because yeah. we have no idea what's coming over. It was already bad even before all of this was coming. And- yeah it's just so important. And I did ask our, um, one of my, our pharmacist friends, um, he did say like some of the smaller pharmacies, you can't just get it. Like, but some of the bigger pharmacies, you may be able to the Narcan, mm -hmm. but, um, or you can get a prescription from a physician. I mean, so I'd be interested. I didn't know that. Like, I mean, we already, we always had it in the ER. I'm about to call my ER friends and just say, can y'all bring yeah. us some Narcan? Yeah. I mean, it wouldn't be the worst idea. Patients and everything for that, but anyway. Certainly, certainly the schools need to have it, right? Um, that, that needs to be available to the school nurse for sure. Um, let's move on just a little bit towards just to the economy. So we've been talking about the election and this is part of the point of this podcast is to inform you what people will say and then what we can say is true. And again, I'm going to call it out on both sides because I, I, I anyway, I, I, I don't want to speak on things I'm not completely informed on, but I'm concerned on both sides of now we're going to play the game to see who can get power or keep power. And they're going to just run to manipulate you. This is elections are manipulation, in my opinion. Now, it's all about how to manipulate your thinking. Okay. That's why gaslighting has become so popular, that popular phrase. But gaslighting is making you question your own reality. And they're going to use fear fear to get your votes. 
Okay. Now the Democrats, if you sit where, if you, if you're just looking objectively, the Democrats should be screwed because they, they have the Senate and they have the presidency and both have, have created bills. Uh, for example, the bill that was the Inflation Reduction Act, which every economist that I have read says does nothing to reduce inflation. They put that name on there to make you comfortable with it so that mm -hmm. people will vote for it. Um, then you've got the president who has you know, shut down pipelines in the United States, made us dependent on foreign oil, driven the price of gases up, and gas up, and then sent billions of dollars to Ukraine and passed bills that we don't have the money to afford. And that drives inflation up even more. And the student loan bill that some of you got excited about, Yep. Um, that contributes to inflation. We don't have the money. That bill is going to cost at least $500 billion. And that's on the low end of what I've heard. So again, when you pass bills and you allocate money that you don't have, <laughs> you put yourself in terrible financial situations. And it's a shame that we've got Washington, D.C. full of people who haven't done squat in the business world, haven't run a business, don't understand economics. I don't even know if they've had an economics class. OK, but if you don't understand basic economics, you shouldn't get to vote. You did <laughs> not get to vote. This is crazy to me that we that they are going to systematically destroy our country with bankruptcy. I mean, with us literally not having the funds. And so we get our president on 60 minutes and they thank God asked him the question. I mean, I'm shocked the media asked the question. But they asked Biden about inflation. And guys, if Donald Trump or George Bush had had this response, I cannot imagine how ad nauseum we would hear about it. But you're not mm -hmm. going to hear about it at all on mainstream. Take a listen. Men at 8.3%. The stock market nosedived. People are shocked by their grocery bills. What can you do better and faster. Well, first of all, let's put this in perspective. Inflation rate month to month was just a, 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 just an inch, hardly at all. You're not arguing that 8.3 is good news. No, I'm not saying it's good news, but it was 8.2 or 8.2 before. I mean, it's not, you're, I, maybe I can make it sound like all of a sudden, my God, it went to 8.2%. It's, it's the highest inflation rate, Mr. President, in 40 years. I got that. But guess what we are? We're in a position where for the last several months, it hasn't spiked. It is just barely, it's been basically even. Barely, just basically. Barely, just basically. More even. word salad. I mean, word This is what I've noticed. Just in paying attention, starting with Jen Psaki, going to Kareem Jean-Pierre, and then also <laughs> uh, the president. There are a lot of words said. Like many, many, many. Oh, and Kamala, Kamala Harris. Kamala, Kamala so is the, the one that just like. Okay, this is called word salad, where when somebody <laughs> talks so much and says so many words that you just kind of forget even what the question was, number one. And number two. That's what they want you to do because they never answer it. You're just so confused trying to figure out what they're saying that you just kind of like, it's just like, well, the more that they just say words. Fauci does it too. He's trying to find it. Oh yeah. The more that they just say words that it just, I, I don't know. It just confuses people and it makes it sound like they're intelligent or they know what they're talking about to certain people, I guess. But like, once you are turned on to it and you realize what they're doing, that they're just like, well, ba basically, perhaps, basically, perhaps, basically, perhaps <laughs> you're like, what, like yeah. what just happened?
Oh, and then we just need to do this because we just, this is how Kamala talks. We just need to do this because it's time that we just did this. And if we all do this together, we can it's just time. do this. It's I, time. What it's the time. hell are you saying? I Pass the ranch dressing. <laughs> I'll take I'll take some ranch oh, and balsamic. Here, here's I like it mixed is, up together. I have some croutons on my word salad. Can I? Yeah. Is it what? you think? Because like there's the I video. I want. I really want to find it. We were trying to find well, word salad of. Did we Kareem Jean Pierre with the inflation, and now I don't know where it is. Well, oh. let me just oh. remind everybody too, and this is a study, right? It's an independent. You know study. When we find it, we'll put it on our Rumble. Yes. Okay. okay. So, so please. <laughs> but there's a new study that's done that that came out. Um, I just saw it on Fox Business this morning, but I need to finish reading the article. Um, but it said, um, on average, households have lost roughly $7,200. Oh, it's from the Heritage Foundation. So um, I want to go and look more into that. But certainly we know that your dollar is not going as far. And we know that the prices of everything has gone up. I mean, just look at your grocery bill. You, This is the thing, America. You know you're being lied to. When you look, pay your bills. Right. When you pay oh, yeah. your bills, you know you're being lied to. So they're, I don't understand why they keep lying and thinking that we're not going to go, you're lying. <laughs> like we are well, living. Well, because the mainstream media is still going along with the narrative. Oh, well, they're, I mean, they're still blaming they're still... Like, the war in Russia on our problems and then trying to divert attention still to Trump, I guess. With, oh, like, January I, not 6th just, I guess, or, everything. Or, yeah. yeah, and- um, the raid at Mar-a-Lago, like still, what are we finding? Like, yeah. Oh, and speaking, can we just, just to throw it in there real quick, because it's a short clip, but when you said January 6th, okay. that attorney, yeah. I want people to hear this yeah. because, you know, since this is our like a uh, little reality check for everybody to hear, I think I just sent it to you, Holly. Yeah, I got uh, it right there. Yeah. Okay. So this is, just at, so you know, this is what goes on. Yeah. This is an attorney. Well, he'll tell you he's, he's an attorney. I don't know his name. But I just want y'all to hear what um, someone sent to him. Bush has offered $400 to make an anti-Donald Trump propaganda post related to the January 6th investigation. That is completely not true. I should start out this video by saying I'm not a Donald Trump supporter, so that should give a little bit of context to where I'm coming from. I'm an attorney. I post legal news and analysis on related topics. Okay, here we go with the story. So first thing first, I get an email from somebody with the Good Info Foundation. We'll talk about them a little more in a minute. I'm going to refer to this person as Jane. Jane sent me a message letting me know she represented the Good Info Foundation and that she was willing to offer a paid collaboration to discuss some topics related to January 6th. I said, sure, why not? I'll learn some more. Jane says the Good Info Foundation will give me $400 to make a post on my page and then share it to Instagram. So you see that blue link? All right, here, we're going to follow it. These are the specific requirements in order to obtain that $400 of how I should refer to the January 6th Capitol raid. Number one, I must call this a criminal conspiracy. Number two, I must say Trump Republicans were responsible. Number three, I must frame it as an attack on my country, an attack on America or Americans, a criminal conspiracy and a committed crime. I must attribute the matter to MAGA Republicans. I must make clear that this was ongoing and unresolved. And most importantly, that I must channel all of this onto the manipulation of voter agencies so that I could turn their anger around this event into defiance that would make people more likely to vote in midterms. And the thing that struck me the most was this part. Where where it says the Trump campaign paid literally millions of dollars to make January 6th happen. He goes on to say, he questioned, where did where can you give me proof 
I don't think she ever responded. Is that correct? I think that was the latest. So it's, it's so crazy to me that again, it's an election season. So you should, you're going to have to take information and go through it with a fine tooth comb before you believe it. And I would say you, you go to diverse sources and then you question everything. And I can't believe we're living in a time where it's just never been more important because you are being gaslit. There is no question. It's obvious. They're trying to make you question your own reality and they're trying to get you angry. They're trying to get you angry about certain things so you'll ignore other things. And mm -hmm. we cannot afford to ignore anything anymore. Mm -hmm. We have to be on top of this. Uh, we also want to point out too that the whole situation with the vaccines, some of you may be breathing a little easier because some mandates have dropped because um, vaccine buy-in is not as strong as it was um, because you know a lot of universities, for example, aren't requiring them anymore for the COVID vaccine. And so maybe you think it's over. It's not over. In, this, mm -hmm. in New York right now, the essential workers, even though everyone else is excused from the mandate, Eric Adams in New York City, the mayor, still will not excuse the essential workers, like the teachers, from the mandate. There's a huge problem with these vaccines, and the evidence continues to rise. I want to I want to ask your I want to ask you this question: Do you remember in recent history ever seeing so many otherwise healthy people drop dead or be reported dead for causes unknown? Mm. We can't say every single one of those things was from the vaccine, but you should ask yourself why all cause mortality rates in, in these insurance companies, for example, I think it was Indiana Life Insurance said up 40% in our age demographic alone. And it's not from COVID. Right. So, so if this is unknown from, and it's, it's so crazy to me that the, that the media still refuses to acknowledge it. But I, I, we've had, Chris and Amy and I have had these conversations lately. We're still dumbfounded at the number of people in our world who know what we do, who know we have this podcast, who still didn't know that the vaccines could cause heart damage, myocarditis, pericarditis, that cancer rates are skyrocketing, and that autoimmune diseases have been triggered. And all things point back to it being after a shot or a booster, okay? Mm -hmm. We used to say... It's up to you whether you get the shot, just be informed. Chris and Amy and I decided that from this point forward, we are telling you, do not do it. Do I not mean, do it. Do not, not do it. Do I can feel 100% confident saying, do right. not get it. Like, I don't see how it could benefit anybody. Nope. And we didn't anybody. start out saying that. Just so you nope. know, we followed the science. Yep. Like, same yep. people. And yep. came to that conclusion after seeing everything that we've seen over the past, when did they roll out? Over uh, the past year and a half. Yeah. Right. So now we can safely say, please, please, please. please. And, and, and it's the dose is the poison. So if you've gotten it, we're not trying to make anybody feel bad. Like right. it, but just don't get any more, but don't get any more, please. And, right. and the fact that y'all, the fact that the booster that they're, that they're administering right now, it was only tested on mice and eight. it was like eight mice, I think for Pfizer. And I can't remember how many for Moderna, no human clinical trials before they even like push this through. Okay. They are trying to get you to trust the mouse data. Fauci even said it himself. I did a real, we did a real on it yeah. and he said, no, it hasn't been proven clinically proven yet in humans because we don't have time. Okay. They don't have time to get a vaccine out that that's, that is related to the very the current variant Omicron or BA four or five whatever, but it's already here and gone. Like by the time they roll it out, we're going to be on to the next one. Okay, so 
the fact that they're saying this and just to say, just go get it, knowing that everybody, like you said, dropping like flies and stuff, it's just, that has to scare you. And they're saying it's for, for kids too. Mm-hmm. Do not do this y'all. I'm sorry. Just, oh, it just gets me fired up because it worries me so much that people are still doing it. We're already hearing a friend, friends of ours, like going to go get an echo, people getting cancer, people getting autoimmune diseases. These are people that we know. Think about the people that you are hearing. We yeah. have a friend our age, younger, had a stroke, had a mini, a mini stroke. Yep. There, And some people aren't even connecting the dots. I'm no. like, no. Oh. And, and we need to be aware. We need to be aware. Dr. Ryan Cole was someone that we've actually interviewed on the podcast. That was last, but spring, it was spring, right, girls? I think we interviewed him in the spring. Yeah. We want to get Dr. Cole back on to give us some more updates. But he even showed us a clot from a from a uh, from an autopsy um, from someone who had been multiple been vaccinated multiple times uh, from the COVID mRNA vaccines, and the the blood clot was alarming. It was white. It was long. It he said it was definitely distinct. But one of the other things that Dr. Cole is pointing out is that the poison is the actual um, spike protein, that that is what is wreaking havoc in people's bodies. And that's what they're injecting is that spike protein. Um, Should we just play Dr. Cole? Yes, I think we need to play that clip because people need to hear it straight from him who was seeing it in the lab, who actually cares. (laughs) He's doing the research that our government is not paying to do. That's right. He is a pathologist, a very well-known pathologist um, out of Idaho, and has looked at, I think by the spring, he had looked at over 40,000 cases. So this this dude's doing the work. Take a listen. AstraZeneca, Moderna, uh, Pfizer, they all make your body make a spike protein. That spike protein binds to a tumor suppressor gene family, P53. It also binds to the breast cancer gene, BRCA, and the ovarian cancer gene, BRCA. We know that that spike protein can induce cancer pathways, period. It's happening. Cancers are on the increase across the board, lymphomas, leukemias, blood cancers, because that spike goes to the bone marrow. The lipid nanoparticle carries the mRNA to your dividing stem cells because it doesn't stay in the arm. It can go into any cell in your body and it turns that cell into a spike factory. It inhibits the ability for your DNA to repair itself. It binds to uh, our mitochondria, destroys the energy of our brain cells, destroys the energy of our liver cells, destroys the energy of any cell it gets into. Here's the other problem. So people say, okay, gosh, Novavax, you know, let's look at that one. That's a traditional protein vaccine. The problem is you cannot vaccinate against the family of coronaviruses. Historically, we've seen this. All of our vaccine trials, SARS-CoV-1, MERS, failed. Why? Because it, it, it is an antibody against the old spike protein, the Wuhan, when along comes another coronavirus, now you have an antibody that is an enemy that enhances the opportunity for your body to get worse disease when a new coronavirus comes along. So this is called antibody-dependent enhancement. What else is happening is wherever that spike is coming off any cell in your body that's making it, your own immune system attacks those cells. So a lot of people have arthritic pain, muscle pain. It's because those cells are being attacked by your own immune system because they're expressing this foreign spike protein. Okay, that cut off, right? Is that in the right? Yeah, that cut off in the right place. Okay, 
I also want to point out, he's talking about a lot of this is happening, obviously, in the blood, right? Um, we've heard a lot about blood clots, strokes, heart attacks, those kinds of things, but also leukemia, lymphoma, things that are affecting the blood. I want to just point out to people, and maybe this is connected, maybe it's not, but I thought this was interesting. Pfizer just announced it's going to acquire global blood therapeutics for $5.4 billion. Global blood therapeutics. I mean, they work on unusual things happening in the blood, things like sickle cell disease, for example. Um, but it's interesting that Pfizer's taken such an interest in the blood. Um, on top of that, we just it's saw awesome. an article that promoted that that predicted that what by the year what was it, Kristen? Do you remember? Twenty fifty patients needing anticoagulants will double. So let's connect those dots. Pfizer acquired that um blood drug company or whatever a couple months ago i think but the fact that they just posted this i think on twitter recently yeah. saying that the number of patients who need anticoagulants i mean it this is not a mistake it's happening before our very eyes mm -hmm. and yeah. it's going to take us not just us y'all everybody listening to pay attention and to talk about it and to share because we have to stop this from happening from our, to our loved ones we, we have to. It's going to keep happening if we don't stop it. That's we've right. got, to, got to talk about it. That's right. We uh -huh. absolutely have to talk about it. And I think that's just, you know, again, follow the money trails, pay attention, look and see. Pfizer also, you know, um, created uh, the drug that they were using to treat the last round of COVID that had all the rebound cases. And they said when it rebounded, they came back worse. Um, I Paxlovid. hear much about that right now, are we? Nope. Paxlovid. You're not hearing much about it. And I mean, again, like, it's, it's Pfizer. It's just so interesting how Pfizer keeps getting put into all the conversations around COVID, but just remember how many of the Biden administration previously worked for Pfizer or is still connected to Pfizer. I don't think that's a coincidence either. Well, um, also, Moderna, they have never, ever, ever had anything successful come to market. Not okay? one profitable quarter. Not one no, nothing. Okay. So we also have to remember that. Yeah. Um, and I also want to tell y'all, I can, the Informed Consent Action Network, just real quick, they um, sent in a FOIA request, which we should not have to do that, um, but they did just to get the data from vSAFE. Now, vSAFE, y'all heard us talk about VAERS, the Vaccine Adverse Event Reporting System. That's the passive reporting system that's been around for years and years and years. vSAFE is created, like that's specifically with, with the CDC, specifically for the COVID vaccine, I believe. But when they, I clicked on the link. Anyway, they're going to, they're going to finally share the data from these adverse events by September 30th of this month, of this year, okay? But they have not been doing it. They have not responded to them asking for it. So that has to make you think also. But I want to tell you something. I clicked on the V-SAFE, and this is for the pregnancy surveillance. And this is an amendment. Amendment Specifically in here, it says, given the lack of safety data from pre-EUA clinical trials of COVID-19 vaccines among pregnant persons, the vSAFE pregnancy surveillance system will provide critical information to monitor the safety of COVID-19 vaccines administered under EUA and is intended to capture information about pregnant persons and their infants who have been vaccinated because they don't know, because of the lack of safety data. It even, just a reminder, pregnancy, this is in here too, the form, pregnancy was an exclusion from enrollment in pre-EUA clinical trials for COVID-19 vaccines. While Pfizer and Moderna vaccine trials did include approximately 36 pregnant persons inadvertently vaccinated during pregnancy, these small numbers are not enough to establish the safety 
of maternal vaccination. Safety data from infants exposed during pregnancy is not available because of the short length of follow-up. I'm telling y'all all this because if you go to the pediatrician, if you go to the OBGYN, if you go to their websites, they say that there is a plethora of data saying that it is safer for the for the pregnant people Just to get this. Just do it. Yet there, it, they say it right here. They even go on later that says, and I wanted to, I looked up dearth just to make sure I knew that, that what they were saying, I knew that what, what it was, but it's like severe lack of, given the dearth of safety data of COVID-19 vaccines during pregnancy and the novelty of some COVID-19 vaccine candidate platforms, it is essential that vaccine safety data among pregnant persons is comprehensive and captured in near real time. So who wants to sign up for that? They, this is not what they're sharing, but they're not, they're not expecting us. They're, they're not expecting people like normal people to read that, to go read that. Yeah. They're expecting you to hear Fauci. Yeah. They're expecting you to hear Walensky. They're expecting you to hear your doctor who says, according to the CDC, which is Fauci and Walensky. Well, that's yeah. Walensky, but you know, yeah. they're all, in, they're all, they're all in bed together, you yeah. know? And remember um, that, 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 that the president did say on 60 minutes that COVID is over. Right. So there should not be an emergency use authorization. <laughs> that should be gone now. If COVID's over, we don't need to be under that. And if we're not under that, they cannot fast track these drugs and vaccines any longer. Um, I wonder and, how many people were freaking out when he said that. Oh, like, uh, oh you know they've been backtracking. And I do want y'all to know when they come out with the flu shot last year, it was 16% vaccine efficacy. 16. That's I a one. That. I don't even oh, know how they can it I was in the MMR. They said it wasn't even statistically significant. No. And so, and and you know, they don't test the flu shot. They just assume based on last year's strain. So this is what people are getting now, the flu shot. And yeah. they are already recommending, they recommend that you can get any vaccine after, like, say you got the Pfizer primary series. They're like, oh, you can go ahead and just get a Moderna booster. If yeah. you get this, like, you can do that. They never tested it. Nope. They've never tested them together. They're saying that you can put, to get take the flu and the COVID, COVID vaccine together. They've, they've never, never tested it together. They've, they've never, never tested any vaccine. Yeah, no, no, I'm no. like, go ahead, Holly. They've never tested. They fun. have never tested the safety of administering more than one vaccine at a time, including never. to your children, people. Exactly. Including to your children. They've never tested the safety of it. And again, go 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 look at the rise in SIDS and autoimmune disease since 1986, and you draw your own conclusions. Oh, and also autism. Draw your own conclusions. I'm not going to draw them for you, but get your head out of the sand and out of your rear end if you need to, to open your eyes, to understand that we have been lied to for a long time by people with power and money. And that does not make me a conspiracy theorist to tell you that. And if you actually don't know that by now, I can't help you. That's why. <laughs> okay. Now, this is what I want our audience to be aware of. They're going to use fear and they're going to use anger against all of us. They're going to continue to try to drive the divide deeper. The best thing we can try to do is not divide against our fellow citizens, but to instead try to unite around the truth. We may not agree on how to address problems, but we can agree on what the problems are, right? right. And so let's, or what a lot of those problems are, um, let's remember they're going to use January 6th against the Republicans. They're going to use Trump against the Republicans. They're going to use women's rights against Republicans. And they're also going to call you a racist, transphobic, homophobic, okay, mm -hmm. to try to make you be quiet. And an it's extremist, violent, mm -hmm. yep, very violent. Domestic terrorist. Very violent. Yes, very violent. very violent. And we know that that's been happening because the president in his own speech said that MAGA Republicans were the greatest threat to the United States right now. And then we saw that a child 
literally a teenager. Is that not right, guys? Oh, yeah, eight, 18. 18, so. 18. 18 years old, killed. And 41-year-old suspected killer, Shannon Brandt, admitted to running him over. His name was Kaylor Ellingson. Ran him over for his conservative views. Killed this 18-year-old boy simply because he had conservative views. Where's the outrage from the left? Where's the outrage? Do we need to form an 18-year-old Lives Matter to get some movement here? Say his need, name. Do say we have name. to, do we need to say his say name? Uh, Taylor Ellingson a million times. He was killed for his political views. And anyone thinks that's okay, you're a part of the problem. He was- Well, and here's the thing. He got, didn't didn't you say right before we hopped on? Released. He, he's, he's, he's released. I he's mean- released on a $50,000 bond. Okay, remember the January 6th, what you just said, what we played. Where no one was killed where except nobody, for one well, girl that was. People are in solitary, still, y'all, they're still in solitary confinement. Haven't had a trial yet. Without any trial. Like, what? first of all, what happened to innocent until proven guilty? There's a grandma then, who has cancer in jail right now because she walked through the Capitol. I mean. Because she it, walked through the building. Because she was in the building and she has cancer. She's in her 70s and she's a grandmother. She is sitting in jail right now. Meanwhile, this, yeah, guy, this who guy ran, who ran over a kid and over. admitted <laughs> that he did it because he said he was a Republican extremist, had extremist Republican views. How was he released? Um, he was he was charged with vehicular homicide and leaving the scene of a deadly accident. Yet he's out on fifty thousand dollar bond. This happened in the Pacific Northwest. Did this happen in the Pacific Northwest? I don't even, I don't even know where, I don't know where it was. Well, I, I'm going to think about too, is like Charlie Kirk said, just imagine, put on your, put on your, put on your imagination, like, cap. imagination cap. Okay. <laughs> imagine if a white 41 year old MAGA hat wearing Republican activist chased down and ran over an 18 year old with his car because he claimed that that teenager had Democrat extreme views. The media would cover it nonstop. Why are they choosing to ignore the murder of Kaylor Ellingson? Okay. Mm -hmm. I don't care what side of the aisle you're on. All of us are unaffiliated. We're just looking at truth and facts here. You cannot deny that if somebody, they're, they're painting the MAGA Republicans as this violent group. So if a MAGA Republican went and ran over a kid who had, you know, a Joe Biden supporting kid, it would be mm. all anybody was talking about. Would it not? Yeah. And, and, and you know what this is doing? This is what's so crazy. And Amy made this point. This is pushing everybody to vote Republican. And, yeah. and even those of us who don't identify fully with the Republican Party, it's going to push them. Joe Rogan said it. Remember in one of the mm -hmm. interviews, I think it was with the quarterback. He even said it was Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. And he's That's like, a great interview. Y'all need to listen ooh, to that. Yes. That's so good. But Aaron Rodgers goes, so what do we do? <laughs> and Rogan, lifelong Democrat, by the way. I don't, I think Joe Rogan's or one liberal. of those that he's never voted Republican. He goes, vote yeah. Republican. Like, right. It's pushing anyone with common sense that still believes in the rule of law, that still believes in the constitution and our basic rights, it's pushing us to the right. And they know this, which is why they're going to use the social things to stir up your emotions and your fear and your anger to get you to vote for the Democrats. But they have failed and literally, I think they failed in every single thing they've touched. It's, mm. it's like poison. It's like anything that they are touching right now, just literally ultimately destroyed. And look at, cities like Chicago, where the crime rate 
Thank you, Lori mm-hmm. Lightfoot. Is up, what is it, 30%? First of all, I'm gonna be real nice and not talk about her because I, I promise nothing that will come out of my mouth will even be appropriate for a podcast. But she sits there. <laughs> that'll be a, that'll be the off the record. It'll be the off the record <laughs> and it will be so low and so immature because I will go everything, everything about her. Oh my gosh. I like, she makes my skin. We, we might need to get people to have the outtakes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, poor Anderson would be editing out like three minutes of expletives. But this is the thing is like, she, so the, the CEO of McDonald's literally says like, people are leaving Chicago. These companies are leaving Chicago. They don't want to be headquartered there anymore because of the crime. And she says he needs to fact check himself. And then she does, she is not going to focus on what he's saying. She's going to focus on all these other things. January 6th. January 6th. (laughs) The insurrection. I don't know. Like, I'm like, lady, lady, this is all happening because of your policies and, 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 and the policies that are soft on crime that, that do not, um, that believe in defunding the police, you know, these DAs that are from the, this liberal ideology that these people should, for example, like the guy who ran over, he should not be out on $50,000 bail. I don't understand that. I just, I do uh-huh. not understand that. You just killed someone on purpose. Like intentionally purpose. and with a car. Yeah. I mean, and let's go ahead and say he didn't need a gun to kill no. him. It's oh. all in the person. It's not the weapon. The person can make anything a weapon, y'all. Okay. Well, remember the parade where the guy was anti. He ran yeah. down all the people, and he oh, yeah. he was anti-right, and that was very clear. No one there, nobody started. A, a, Are they going to ban cars? And nobody started. <laughs> well, that's true. Yeah, and, and electric I'm, cars can't run over people. Is that right? Yeah, it's just. <laughs> Are they non-violent? <laughs> here's the thing: violence is violence, and it's committed by. everyone of all different colors, shades, ethnicities, ages, um, genders, okay? Violence is violence. Hatred is hatred. Evil is evil. (laughs) Evil is evil. And we have got to stop trying to lump it into categories and demonizing people. uh, Go check out our Rumble account, and it's on our Instagram too. Kristen uploaded it both places. Listen to the high school student. Yes. The entrance indoctrination of public schools, and you will want to yank your children out of wherever they are if they're in public school. You'll want to homeschool them or put them in private school if you can, or a charter school or something, because the indoctrination is out of control. And he talks about being a white male and how he feels like he's the bad guy. And he said he talks about the psychology of that. When you keep being told oh. you're the bad guy, then he said, I've never looked at people because of their race, but suddenly I'm paying attention to it. Exactly. I'm being told I'm the bad guy and they're the victims. And I, he said, I can't even make sense of it, right? Like you can't even make sense of it, but that's what CRT is. And anyone who tells you that critical race theory is a good thing, doesn't know critical race theory. That's a Democrat talking point. Okay. Well, and they also hide that they 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 put it in different labels, right. different language, and this is what is what you have to look for. Like the, yeah, and then you feel like a yeah. total jerk if you don't think that that's good. Right, it makes you sound like you're the bad guy. Right, the gaslighting. These are mm-hmm. all the things that you have to lift the veil. You have to lift yes. the veil and see What's what it really is. there. What's what really does that mean? And start asking your school or your corporation when they have diversity, equity, and inclusion officers. Ask them what does that mean. And, and how is that going to serve our company or our, our system? I mean, I highly suggest if you give money to any to your alma maters or universities, go ask them if they have a DEI office, because it is absolutely straight out of critical race theory, literally mm. 
It is a critical race theory movement. And don't let, they will lie. They will tell you, trust me, I've been fighting this one at NC State. I'm going to say it out loud. I don't know if I've ever said it on the podcast, but there are some serious questions. Hey, Wolfpackers, if you feel the way I feel about CRT, start doing some digging. Go look at the classes that are being given, especially pay attention to the ed, the College of Education. Go, go pay attention to the College of Education and the um, liberal, it's more the liberal arts um, colleges within the university, but you're going to see it. Um, I got Pool College of Management, where I graduated um, in the business school, now has a DEI officer and, you know, they are just celebrating this like this is wonderful. Let me tell you, I'm all for diversity and inclusion in, in the workplace, in, in universities, but I am not at the expense of another race or another yeah. gender. Right. You don't get to elevate another race or gender by denigrating another segment of the population. That is called exclusion itself. It is so back ass words. I can't even begin to explain it because it doesn't make sense. Did y'all hear this story? This is breaking. This is like the past like day or two about Denver, what Denver's the city of Denver. Um, just approved the Denver city council just approved a $2 million contract with the Denver basic income project. That's going to give a thousand dollars a month to over the next year to 140 of the citizens homeless, um, as a part of some pilot program to help intend oh, yeah. to house them. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, but to it's only for... transgender, gender nonconforming individuals, women and families. So if you are single and you are a male, if you, you were you born with a penis and you still have a penis. Right. And you better start saying you're transgender if you're homeless and you want some money. Tuck it in. Tuck it they in. They are excluding, <laughs> excluding men. Homeless men don't matter. They don't count. And you have to oh, be a sense. woman or transgender or non-conforming binary something in order to get uh, money as a homeless person. It's all discrimination. I mean, it, it's it's gone from like the vaccine discrimination, the masking discrimination, the, the you know, now it's and, and segregating too. I mean, so we have gone way backwards. Talk about like thing. reverse, reverse. It's terrible. It's going to backfire. Yeah. It is going. I am watching it. I'm watching it start to happen. I'm watching my children's generation, which was, I mean, listen, racism's everywhere. So is sexism and it's on every side. It ain't white right. people have yeah. not heard the market on racism. I can promise you. No, no. no. Yeah. Age, okay. It's not cool to be racist and white people know it. Like it's not cool. It's not good. Here's the thing is my children's generation is starting to be negatively affected by all this because mm -hmm. I have, I am hearing these white children say, well, I, I don't understand. Like I, but I, I'm not racist. I'm not transphobic. I'm not homophobic, but but I'm being targeted as though I am. And that's, that is going to backfire. I, well, I remember why, I don't know if we've talked about this, but I remember Wyatt when they had the masks on at the elementary school, your, your son, he, he came home and one of the kids had a mask on that said black lives matter. And Wyatt said, what did he say? Did he say like, why does he have that? Or why don't all lives matter? Or yeah, did he, he said, say, what was this, it? He, and this is like coming this is from like, we a have fourth never, grader that he has never even heard what black lives matter is. No. Doesn't know that that what all lives matter is a terrible thing to say right. like yeah. doesn't know any of it i don't i haven't talked to him about any of it because this. he's a child because he's it's little because and they're... he's just going to school and he has friends that he said it on his own out of his own brain just like so there's this kid that has a a mask that says black lives matter he's like well, what does that mean because what don't all what is why is it just black like wouldn't all lives matter <laughs> i mean that's the normal 
thing oh. that most people would and think. Most kids, oh, kids, kids like, think because they don't this think is like how these crazy adults are making them think. No. Well, and remember when Black Lives Matter first came on the scene and it, and they tried to demonize anyone that said all lives matter. And I just want you to think about the logic that somehow to say that every life matters, including blacks as much as whites, right? In other words, equal across the board, every single life matters, why that's a problem. But then again, you take that into the abortion issue and clearly not all, not clearly those black lives didn't matter because they were willing to, to exterminate those lives. Mm. Again, it's just make it make sense. And it Let's doesn't the logic the murder rate and the, the black children and the black lives that are lost in more black people are killed by black people. Chicago. That's right. Those I mean, black lives matter. That's right? the statistic. That's the statistic. That. And again, this is like, this is coming from three white women who very much believe that any kind of racism or sexism or any other kind of ism <laughs> is wrong. It's <laughs> not okay. But can we just love fact, everybody. We don't have to love everybody. Can we just accept everybody? Yeah. And can we just like do you do you boo? Just yeah. don't, you know, yeah. stay in your lane. Like, I mean, whatever. Just and everybody can believe what they want, what they choose to believe. That's called freedom, right? It's the freedom to choose and believe what you want. And and again, we're, this is not even about abortion. I know we got to wrap this up, but like again, I think the abortion issue where this needs to be a part of the conversation, which is at what point do you protect the unborn life? You know, that's that's the part of the conversation that gets left out when they're like, it's women's rights. Well, there's there's two humans now involved, so we do have to take that into consideration. Well, anyway, you know the NBC's. Oh, I know, and I know we got to go. But this is what happens. I know, but NBC, <laughs> of course. Now NBC News. I just put it in my story just did a little um, news story showing a, a fetus reacting to um, kale, having kale or carrots or carrots or whatever, or whatever no. like showed that the baby was smiling. Um, oh gosh, it's no, probably it was, in my story right now. Even had it on the, on, that is um, the last time a baby's going to smile with kale. Though. Let's be real. Like that, that is like, okay. you go feed that baby kale and it ain't going to smile, I promise. Well, what that's what they're saying. They're like, so, so, oh, CBS news. Fetuses are big fans of carrots, but not leafy green vegetables. And you can tell by the look on their faces. Um, so the ultrasounds are showing when the mother eats something, the babies are responding and reacting to those foods. Um, but all of a sudden, like those aren't real babies or people. When you're talking about the abortion thing, it's just the women that matter. That's when right. a baby is responding to the food you're eating and smiling in there and everything. That's right. That's right. Thank you. That's the point, right? Like, so can we bring logic back to our conversations? And it's again, it's again, you got to know, you got to know your stuff. And I, we get that that takes some time. You don't have to know everything about everything, but you just need to ask questions and think. And it's just like when Amy said, when the lady said the immigration doesn't affect us in North Carolina. And Amy said, are you serious? Because absolutely it doesn't. You need to know why it does. And you need to know why it's a problem for the entire country to have mm -hmm. this number of illegal immigrants flooding 3 million y'all that's more than the size of raleigh durham together like that's bigger than charlotte north carolina like 3 million that's that's a lot of people to put into at, our at minimum, at at minimum. minimum. Way minimum. More. that's Way the ones more. we know so okay so hopefully we've given you some things to think about again another brain dump brain yeah. dump Right up. Somebody knocks on your door, answer it. That's yeah. my advice for the week. There you go. There you go. Um, but ba barely, basically, we need you to think about all these things, be prepared with an answer and ask the questions and please be an informed voter. And mm. 
do not bring back anybody that has perpetuated anything that's gone over on for the last two and a half years. And please make sure we all send a strong message to Washington, D.C. that we're done with your BS. We are just mm. absolutely done being pawns in your stupid games. We are sick of the politics. We're sick of the power grabs. We're, we want someone to hold these pharmaceutical companies um, yeah. accountable. And listen, Western medicine has its place, but it is so out of control, guys. It is so out of control. So let's make sure we're talking to each other, sharing the truth, standing on the truth. Don't be a part in the divide. Just be a part in pursuing the truth. That's what we all need to do. Yes. Amen. Amen. All right, y'all. We'll see you later. Bye, y'all.